1: Cedarburg Public Library Radio. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Chapter A Day Kids Edition. My name is Casey, and I'm the teen librarian at the Cedarburg Public Library. We have teamed up with CPL Radio to read to you a new middle school book, one chapter at a time. Tune in each day to listen to a chapter, or you can catch up by listening to past recordings. <coughs> This month's selection is called Betty Before X, by Ilyasa Shabazz. It's about a young girl named Betty, who was raised by her aunt in Georgia until she is six. Then, she joins her mother and stepfamily in 1940s Detroit, where she learns the hard truths about the civil rights movement. Later on in life, she marries Malcolm X, the influential African-American Muslim minister and civil rights activist. I love this story because it is all about keeping your faith during tough times and leaning on your friends and community for love and support. After each chapter, CPL Radio will play a few Motown and doo-wop songs, the music that Betty and her friends Suzetta and Phyllis listen to in the book. To listen to the latest chapter, visit our website or go to the CPL Podcast page on Spotify. 25 Twice a month we go back to Jerry's market to pass out flyers every time we go the owner forbids us to return and even though some people take our flyers and coupons many people walk right on in past us we've been at it for 4 months and the store still refuses to hire negroes today was no different i am hoping the owner changes his mind by the end of summer it's june so we've got 4 more tries I'm sitting on my porch with Kay, trying not to think about Jerry's Market or the fact that Uncle Clyde is still sick or that Phyllis still isn't friends with Suzetta and me anymore. The ice cream truck just passed and we both bought an ice cream cone. Suzetta said she didn't want any even after I offered to buy it for her. She's in the house with Bernice. I lick my butter pecan scoops and say to Kay, Remember when I asked you if you thought being adopted was a big deal? Yeah, Kay says. Well, I've been thinking about something else that's a big deal that adults don't talk about. What? Stuff like what happened today. Nothing seems to be changing and no one is talking about it. What do you want people to say? I don't know, but colored people should say something, I tell her. I'm not sure what I want people to say but I know I don't want to keep acting like I'm not upset. When all those famous people came to our church, talking about how we need to take a stand, how we need to fight, they never talk about what to do when we lose the fight. We lost today. We've been losing. My mother just says to find the good and praise it, but that just doesn't fix anything. Maybe there's no fixing it, Kay says. Maybe it's like Pastor Dame says, We have to keep sowing love and goodness in the world, even when the world hates us. Remember, we reap what we sow. Yeah, but why do they hate us? How long are we supposed to wait for our harvest? Kay has no answer for this. Maybe no one does. After Kay leaves, I go inside and get right to sewing. I begin working on the skirt Mrs. Collins taught me how to make. Besides listening to music and dancing, sewing is the thing that relaxes me. My mind empties, my thoughts settle. Out of all the things I have to do in life, chores, church, work, volunteering, school, sewing is where I make the decisions. I enjoy building new creations, and even when I mess up, I just pull out the thread and start all over again until I get it right. I don't notice how long I've been working until Mother says, You're still at it, huh? I think you need to take a break. When she says this, I realize that I am hungry, and so I stop and we eat together. I have a few errands to run before the sun goes down. Would you like to come with me? Mother asks. Sure, I say. We drive to all the places Mother needs to go. The cleaners, the post office... At every stop, I pay close attention to the women wearing skirts. I watch how different skirts flow, the way they hang depending on a woman's height, her shape, the design of the dress. I study the ease of the fabric, how some skirts swing like a bell, and some lie stiff and barely move at all. On our way back home, I tell Mother how I think Suzetta really wanted ice cream but couldn't afford it. I tell her, I pray for Suzetta's family every night. That's good, Betty. But you always say faith without works is dead, so I would like to do something nice for them. What do you have in mind? Mother says. I think about it. At first I think we could get them ice cream, but then I think that maybe they need more than a treat. What about a basket of groceries? I ask. I've helped Mother deliver her special baskets before. She has a closet full of wicker baskets of all sizes that she fills up with groceries for people in need. Mother has a heart as big as the sky. She turns down the street that takes us to the grocery store that she likes to go to. We buy some of the things I knew Suzetta and her family love, and when we get home, we arrange everything in the basket. We make it look like more than just fruits and vegetables, breads and cheeses. We make it look special. We take the basket to Suzetta's house. The whole family becomes a chorus of thank yous. Later, when I get in bed and say my prayers, I think about Jerry's market and how hard it is for the Housewives League to change his mind. I think how there are really just some things that have nothing good, nothing worthy of praise. But still, there are other blessings. I fall asleep counting them. My hands that make it possible to carry a basket of groceries to a family in need. The front porch to sit on and talk with a friend. Records that spin and spin, filling up my room with joy again. Chapter A Day Kids Edition can be heard Monday through Friday at this time on CPL Radio.